So, could I just turn that mic that way? Just so you talk kind of across it. You can do. That should probably stay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So you're very welcome to episode 87 of Soccer Cards United. Um, and 87 episodes in, we've decided to just put a camera on while we're... Um, 87 weeks to get there? 87 weeks, um, plus all the weeks we took off. 90 weeks, say. We yeah. didn't take that many weeks off. Well, anyway, it's taken us about a year and a half. Or it's nearly <laughs> two years, actually, because we started in July 2020, and it's now May 2022. We had another two months to wait. We could have done it. So, we decided to turn the camera on. Okay. And do the show as we usually do, except on video. And I personally can't work out how much... So, if you just listen to the audio version of this... It's business it's as usual. Business as usual. There's not going to be any edits. <laughs> None of that saying, kind of stuff. Will the video content be edited? No. Be, no. no. So, like, there's, we're not going to see cuts. Uh, I don't... Unless you're going <laughs> to... I don't think so because no, I don't think so. Would um, be natural. We're not changing who we are. We're just putting a camera on it. Yeah, that no one wants. Now, unless like there is a situation where the video, like the audio, everyone knows we get with the audio. So maybe if we wanted to entice new people to watch the show instead of just listening to it, mm. we could edit the YouTube version and make it a bit more uh-huh. structured. I thought you were going to say we could wear silly hats. Oh, that's that's coming. <laughs> that's coming. Because people on the audio version won't know we're wearing a silly hat. Yeah, and then they have to go to YouTube to see what hat we're wearing this what week. What are they wearing this week? So, if you're listening to this, you can go to our YouTube and it'll be there. Probably in a few weeks. No, I'm going to do it today. <laughs> so. Okay. So, nice. it's going to be there and it's, uh, you Entire know. Entire form. Do you know what we actually have to do first up off the, off the thing? What? We have to get a thumbnail. Oh, God. So, so let's go. No, do you know what we need though? We, yeah. need, we need a few bits. You can't just yeah. throw this. Well, you can. No, I can. You can just throw this up. And yeah. then you can work on it. This is just going to be the first, you know, and then we'll. <laughs> yeah, no, I can. I can absolutely. Every week, <laughs> every week it'll get better. Because the last podcast we uploaded to YouTube was just us opening F1 boxes. Oh, yeah. Unrelated. Unrelated footage. Wasn't, nothing was even happening. And people watch that. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, so if you're interested, you can go. If you what we look like when we're talking, you can go over to. Uh, but do you feel like a bit unnatural now doing this? Yeah, do you know what I can't decide? People what? may have noticed it by looking at the video and wondering... Are you looking straight or you looking I don't know which way I'm looking. Because <laughs> usually, to be honest, when we're doing a podcast, I... You're sitting over there. I'm sitting over there where you, people You're can't see. You're on this beautiful table. You're no, Enzo's sitting, Enzo's sitting where Enzo usually sits. This is my normal spot. But I'm usually at a computer over there oh. and I'm looking over my shoulder sometimes, or kind of turning Very around. Rude. But I spend a lot of time just... Talking to a screen. Talking to a screen. And, you're, a I can screen just, and you're just kind of... I don't know if I'm supposed to look at you. Yeah. But I think that's a fundamental flaw. Well, in what, I, what I was going to do was, Talk. I was going to say was, I, so I spend a lot of time, even though I'm not looking at the screen, I just look around. Okay. I just... Your head's on a swivel. Because it's an audio experience for me as well. Okay. I don't need to see you. I've made enough eye contact with you over the year. I know what you look like <laughs> when you're talking. So I can just, if, you, if I just hear you talk, I can render the Everything facial else. expression oh from that. Oh so I just God. look out the window or I look around, but now I don't know where to look. Oh, that's um, my thing. I'm kind of doing... I will know when we look back on the video. Yeah. Like, normal people would just not tell everyone that it's on record, and they wouldn't produce this one. They'd look at it, and then be like, oh, mm. when you're doing it, you should look here. Or you should, but we're just going to lash that up. Yeah, because... That's how we We be. don't have time. And we'll time. figure it out afterwards. Yeah. Maybe the people will comment on YouTube and say, you need to stop looking at the camera. Yeah, or do this, or do that, or did you ever consider editing the show, or... <laughs> did you ever consider editing? No. You want to put something here on the... Oh, there's a huge opportunity here that's all dead real estate yeah and maybe like there's, there's inaccuracies with like my mat here and, and this thing yep. here yep. you're like yeah I know I know what this was. <laughs> yeah listen I, I, I've been I've been here all morning <laughs> so um, anyway so that's item number one on the agenda okay Lance, and I think we're recording and I think it's all going fine oh yeah does it, if you're looking for the YouTube and there's nothing on YouTube either Jason didn't upload, upload it or it. we were not recording at any point we, think, we thought yeah. we were but I, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the monitor over there, and it looks like it looks like it's fine. Looks like it's fine. Yeah. Sure, I'll find out. Um. So then I also wanted to say before we get into the main 
business, which of course is Hobby HQ. It's very juicy Hobby HQ oh, this there's week. There's a lot happening. It's a bad week to put our faces to, to the things. We're, we're making enemies about. this week. Yeah. And um, then on your football week, uh, we have the FA Cup final. We have the Serie A title race. We have a preview of the Europa League final, which is on Wednesday. Very, very soon. Before the Conference League final. That's weird. That's weird. And we'll get into that. That is weird. But um, I say we get into it. That's all we have to say about it. No, but maybe they're trying to elevate the Conference League a little bit. Not to actually say it's better in Europa League, because obviously not. But maybe. But like. While, it you're, go while in, you're hungry for certain European finals, that's where you just yeah. give them the conference list. should go into an ascending order. That's really weird. Yeah. So, but first we want to say that tomorrow, Enzo, you're off on your travels. You're going to uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. To attend VCon. Yeah, I'm attending VCon. I bought a VFriend back in May, literally a year ago. Yeah. One year ago. Bought it at the floor price of its Dutch auction. Um, I didn't really know what was going to happen after that. Mm-hmm. I've diamond handed it like a crazy man. Yeah, like a boss. Seen some, seen it max out. Yeah, from its peak of I think seventy thousand euro. Yeah, and now it's at twenty thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know what's going to happen, but I'm kind of just in it. I'm diamond handing it, you know. Well, and yeah, it includes a ticket to VCon. Includes, yeah, but like you can buy them for like four hundred euro now. They at one point they were seven and a half grand, so I, I you know, seven grand. So I fucked up. If you, like, this game is not a good game. I prefer sports cards, but NFTs, yeah. whatever. Uh, VCon is happening next week. Yep. Um, Thursday to Sunday I recently seen that there is a um, a flea market that's going to have a lot of sports card vendors at it right so I'm excited for that that's like suddenly I'm like oh there's something for me here <laughs> yeah know? yeah but there's going to be a slew of celebrities most of which I don't know even though they're very high I should know them you should know them yeah but I don't know everyone um, do you know what's weird actually and what's a missed opportunity is that so these V friends, they're all like little creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all have like adjectives and then yeah. and then why isn't it the something flea market? Like the fastidious could be. flea market. Could be. He's just called it a flea market. No, I don't know, because all some of the stages are named with that convention. Yeah. The flea market. But a flea, see, just because a flea is actually already an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a FaceTime fly, I think. Right, maybe just want to step on that. FaceTime flea. There might be a flea. Well Listen. If I'll not, let them know. If I get there I'll, I'll say yeah. Gary, you fucked up yeah. here. My friend had some notes. Say, listen, yeah, he's not here, and this is why he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> he was going to come, but then he saw what the flea market was called, and he said, "I can't." He can't do it. But you couldn't call it the FaceTime flea market. No, but you could call it the um, the fun time flea market. I'll tell you what it's called when I get there, right? Right. But anyway, I'm going to Minnesota without Jason, which is really sad. But on top of that, it's because I'm literally going by myself. Don't know anyone. Yeah. Don't know unless you say I know Stoop Dog. You don't know. I don't. Dog. I know of him. He doesn't know you. No, nah, that's unless he listens to the podcast. Could be a secret listener. They but are. there are people from that area, from the Twin Cities, I believe they call it. That's what, why do they call it that? Because it's Minnesota and St. Paul. Okay. Now I know. They're the Twin Cities. Pe- people kept asking me that because I kept saying the Twin Cities. And they were like, Who kept they? asking you that? People. Close friends. Give me a ring. Yeah. Talk to Jason. Talk to Jason, I'll tell you. Yeah. You know, so basically, I'm going to be there. I'm going to have two free days, technically. Right. So, sorry, people have been asking for context. Enzo, I'm I live around that area. I'm or mm-hmm. this that you know. Where I'm gonna be there. Are you? There's if some, you want to hang out, you can. So I want I want DMs. It can be soccer towards soccer United. I want to know who's going to VCon. That's listening to this. That's important, right? Because again, I'm just gonna be wandering about by myself, mm-hmm. trying to find somebody. Yep. Right. And then even if you're not going to VCon, if you're in the area and you do want like a meetup, because I'm free two days. I think Wednesday and then the following Monday, I'll be there with a full day. Well, on Monday, you're podcasting, but other than that, you're free. No, but I'm podcasting early morning. There's a six-hour difference. Oh, but that's afternoon for me. I get a lion. Yeah. That's great. I wake up, I podcast, and now you're free. Day. That's what I'm saying. Wow. But I, I can't, like, the travel could kill me on the Tuesday, so I don't know if I'm certain for Wednesday. Yeah. And then I'm thinking if, if the conference goes really well, right, maybe I'm busy on the Monday. Yeah, maybe you have to attend a new business meeting. Yeah, a new podcast. Yeah, a new podcast. I have podcast. a new host. No, but what I'm saying is, so I can't guarantee either day, but if I get enough DMs, like if enough people kind of want, like you might probably, say I'm going to be do the Wednesday. Yeah. If like four, four people say message and said, yeah, no, Wednesday would actually like we could do something. I would then pencil in part of Wednesday and say, do because I'm definitely going to go around Minnesota by myself regardless and just kind of vibe it out. So you're going to have a if if there's enough interest, you might have like a mini soccer cards United meetup without Jason. Without Jason, and believe me, that's the meetup you're going to enjoy. Jesus. Because once I get the meetup, it's over. I'm just me giving all this. <laughs> No, I think I think we're good. I guess. Part, oh, there's more shit we need to say as well. But I just think part of it is it's better to meet us as a duo. Yeah, well, it depends on the context. Depends on the con- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Anytime I meet a person, I'm like, if Jason was here, this would be going great. No, as soccer cards United fans, it's better yeah. to meet us as a duo. Yeah. In our personal lives, it's, it oh, it can be a bit more. It's actually, yeah, it's much better to meet us individually yeah. on a personal. And then later you can meet. But people might have the opportunity to meet us as a duo. When's that? Oh, for the uh, we're on video now I can't even do like a little you can't say shut up for July yeah I have sorted that out okay and I'm good to go so we can announce oh, it here sorry I thought you were saying like you had it you sorted it out and the, like there was a time slot already no I've sorted it out you told me that already did I yeah yeah that's what I was trying to link it together so basically Minnesota first of all I'm going to be there for a week I think Tuesday to Tuesday Um, podcast is still going to continue Monday Wednesday oh, yeah that's not stopping um, DM 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 if anyone is free Wednesday or the following Monday, mm-hmm. and if you're going to VCon, DM as well. That would be great to, yeah. to interact with people. Agreed. But if, yeah. if not, because we might not do any unofficial meetup yeah. because of this opportunity, mm-hmm. you can announce it, Jason. We are, unless crazy events stop unless us. crazy events stop us, or unless we haven't moved quickly enough or something has happened, but I don't think... <laughs> th- all things being equal, okay, we will be attending... The National. The National. In Atlantic City uh, the last weekend in July this year. We have made the decision to attend the National 2022. It was a big decision. Literally two weeks ago, I think, on the podcast, we said we weren't going. Yeah, we said people were saying, are you going, are you going, are you going? We said no, no, no. no, no and then we changed our mind. Yeah, because we realized that it was, the end, it was the end of July. We didn't know. So we both have a lot kind of going on in May and June. So we mm. just said we don't want to go away at the start of July as well. But then we realized at the end of July, so we can organize it. It's basically August, um, and so we've had two good experiences at card shows in London. Yeah, and we just said we want to build on that and go to the national. We won't be going as vendors or exhibitors oh. or anything. That's all been sold out, and we wouldn't even if it was very hard. We wouldn't do it. Stuff all the way over to the states, and I think for like the same way we did first London card show, we were just walking around. Mm-hmm. Then we were vendors. We have to do a national walking around. And we yeah. may never be vendors, but maybe someday. Maybe someday, someday I think we will. So we're going to go to the national. We will announce, like, no, I guess we'll just be there. So we'll announce, there's like, no announcement. there's no announcement. This is the, I mean, this is the announcement. Yeah. We'll, was, be at, we, uh, we'll be at the National. We'll be at the National. We're not sure what we're going to do. We'll be popping about. We'll podcast, probably. We'll yeah. do some video stuff, maybe. I think by then we'll have a video properly up and running. Yeah. A few vlogs. Do you know what? I, I, did, I was thinking about this, the National vlogs yeah. and all that stuff. Mm. Like, and you're going to see it at VCon It's next a five-day event, though. It's a five-day event, so we have lots of opportunity to... Like, you can vlog and also enjoy the experience. No, no, but what I mean is, you're going to see this at VCOM, which is... Vlog Wars. Vlog Wars. Yeah. I, I don't really want to be... <clears throat> vlog warring. Vlog warring, walking down the thing, being like, we're here at the National... Da, da, da. Oh, sorry. Oh, am I in your... You know? Mm. It's I'd rather just kind of... No, we... But we can work it out. Do it in our own way. I think it would be good to kind of give the European perspective of the National. Yeah. Agreed. And we're going to do it. So we're going to do that. Um, so if you're going to be at the National, uh, you can tell us close to the time. Don't yeah, don't tell. don't clash with the Minnesota no, people. No, don't you, tell us. You're going to clog up the DMs. Tell us after Minnesota. Yeah, when you get back. When I get back, then you can tell us about the National. Yeah. Um, so that should be good. I think we'll be flying into Philadelphia. Okay, you're starting to... We need to book it. Yeah. We need to properly book um, it. Flying into to Philadelphia and then making our way to Atlantic City. It's close by. Mm-hmm. Um, so that be that's exciting. I'm excited. Yep, we moved a few bits around. Yeah, got it done. Um, it's another big trip. Another big trip. So that's yeah. So that's a lot of travel coming up for us. Yeah, the lads on tour. The lads on tour. And what else? Um, we can start the show then. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was all pre Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> this is now it's time for Hobby HQ, which is the segment where we okay. talk about the hobby, and. This week, we want to talk about a couple of pieces of controversy, or controversy, as they call it in England. Okay. Um, which is... It's not good. I want to just... Want to, oh, my God. Control Z. What's that do? Bring it back up? No. It undoes. No, I don't think it, it didn't work. Anyway, so, <laughs> we want to talk about the messy thing is ongoing. Sure edit this out. No, this won't be edited out. <laughs> the messy... The messy autograph, messy autograph thing is is ongoing here. Yeah, because yeah. his brother's signing half of them. Well, that's what people are saying, mm. but we don't we don't know that to be true. If I'm messy and I'm making mad money and people want to give me mad money to sign some shit, and my brother's chilling and I'm trying to give him a come up, I'll be like, "Yo, here's a job for you. I do that. Sign sign this. Sign this. I'll give you half the half the check." So when people send us stuff to sign, 
you know, in five years' time when we are the number one. I didn't even say we, this is the, this is soccer tonight. It's soccer. They know at this point. But no, the new the new viewers the videos the, don't. The that, video, people, people, people that are looking on YouTube are like, who are these people? Who are these people? So we should just say. Yeah, just so they know. Just so they know. I'm Jason, that's Enzo, and this is Soccer Cards United, the Soccer Card Podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I say it like that, like I resent it. <laughs> They're like watching me, like what? Why, why, why are they unhappy? Because <laughs> they've unhappy? No, 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 but they, maybe they might read, our, if depending on where they're from, okay. they might read our manners, mannerisms as, you know, like edge. we're carrying tension. There better not be any tension. Um, but we're not just to say we're not unhappy. We're here of our <laughs> we're here of our own accord, and there's nobody on the other side of the camera pointing an AK-47 at. Oh no, we couldn't afford a person. No, to help. We have no hostage taker on the budget. Um, so Pat's polls on Twitter. He's been uh, talking about this. He basically had a Leo Messi uh, autograph from Panini. Yeah, Octane from Immaculate. The Octane uh, signatures insert from Immaculate, and he pulled it. And then he found out PSA sent it back and said we can't authenticate this autograph. Yeah. So he's then said that Panini have reached out to him directly, but we haven't heard the update on that mm. as of this recording. Um, we have people like Cedar Hollow Cards replying and saying that he's actually got that signed in person. Yeah, yeah. Um, as the loop, like there is a way. As the loop on the L. So I mean, the if they are two different autographs, which it definitely looks like they are, the differences are obvious. So it's either he does it in two different ways, which I don't think is the case. Yeah. Or it's just someone else is doing it for him. So then we had the interesting input was from uh, Team Drob. Okay. Damien, Damien came in. Somebody mentioned Damien, obviously, because he's the, the main man. Yeah, we know he's expert. in with the Messi family, big Messi collector. If anyone's going to know, he's going to know. And um, so somebody said, what does Damien say? And Damien says, his brother gave me a few autograph cards and it was definitely Leo's. Oh, I don't believe it was his brother because he has no idea how to take care of cards. So <laughs> they were in terrible shape. So I think probably a man had some some Messi's brother. Did he, he want his brother? No, no, no. He gave his brother cards to get signed, and he brought them to Messi and got. Is that what you saying? I think either that or while Damien was working with the family for memorabilia purposes, his brother went. Oh, I actually have some autograph cards I can give you, and they just gave him. They probably weren't in top loaders or anything. Mm. And Damien's like, this fella's not. Yeah, but signing cards. Yeah, signing stickers though. Look, anyway, he says, soon we will have Leo's auto with videos of the signings, only with Team Drob. But here's the thing. Right. <clears throat> Go back up to... Um, Pat? I'm trying to see. One of them said... Oh, Panini reaching out. Yeah, Panini reaching out, yeah. Or even... No, even Damien saying, soon, like, we're going to have videos of it. Or saying his brother, like, you know, giving up... Like, oh, sorry, Damien came in. Yeah. And said, like, here's the reason why I don't think his brother did it, right? Right. But the tops and the panini sticker. Yeah. That should remove. Like the people are like, oh, I'm going to get video proof. It's like, wait a minute. The reason the sticker has value, the reason the, the foil, the panini authentic, the tops authentic foil has value is because they're all guaranteed to have been viewed by a professional as it's happened. Mm. So like, why is panini reaching out? Like panini should be like, yo. It's already authenticated. It's authenticated. Yeah. There's no way. Like how can a mistake happen? Basically. Well, that's it. I mean. I think it's interesting when you look at Messi. Like, he has a vast commercial organization mm. under him. And there's been some stuff recently, like, with Messi, where, like, I don't know. I think Messi either. I, I basically, I don't think Messi is interested in much other than playing football. Facts. And I think because of that, I, I, I don't want to, like, cast aspersions on his character. So I, I'm going to just say it's more likely that his brand his face can be he kind of seems like he does what he's told uh-huh. by his commercial agents like there's some stuff recently where he i mean obviously he's the ambassador for that thing socios the fan token thing which has like like if you look at the history of that over the last 12 18 months has robbed loads of money from fans and mm. um, all to boost socios own currency on, on fan token the value of the, of their coin and because you have to buy the fan tokens using the socios coin and all that yeah, stuff yeah. that has been a huge scam and clubs have come out like clubs like arsenal have come out and said here's how it works here's what you do you get to do this that and the other none of that has materialized but people have seen the value of their fan tokens go from whatever they bought them at which is inflated to 
Yeah, nothing and Messi is happy to go along with that kind of stuff mm. we saw him um, recently agree to go in with the, the Saudis um, to be one of their sports ambassadors he's exploring that relationship again not a very savoury uh, set of characters there so to be honest I wouldn't be surprised if Leo Messi is is up to no go with his autographs because he doesn't really seem like he gives a fuck yeah. excuse my language yeah he definitely signed some obviously Obviously, and, and again, and probably enough to me, to, to enough so that it's it's plausible that he signs them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's not. But he can't. I, I just I don't see why this fella who apparently doesn't seem to care who like I I can see someone who is happy to be involved in sports washing projects like Saudi Arabia's uh, initiatives or playing for Qatar in PSG, mm. and who's happy to go with. Like an obvious scam, like like socios, yeah. And yet, all of a sudden, when he gets to the autographs, and someone goes, "Leo will sign those," he goes, "Lads, <laughs> I have a contract with Panini, and I intend to sign every one of these stickers." I'm sure he just goes, "Grand, I'm going to go play with my kids." Yeah, well, I'm going to go pre- train. Yeah, I'm going to go train or yeah. do or we'll do whatever I want. He doesn't care. And I he doesn't care. Like he has all the money. Like it's not like he needs his autograph deal money. Um, and I'd say any of those type of things, whether it's socios, whether it's uh, the autographs. That money is definitely for like family, extended family, community, and the company. Yeah, that's it. But that, like that, and that's one of the questions is like people have been asking over the last little while about Messi. Just in the last couple of weeks, um, I think he earned one hundred and fifty million euros last year or something. And people are like, "Why is he? What possible money does he need?" Mm. You know. But then you realize it's not what he needs. It's the money he earns is his. Mm-hmm. So the people around him have to come up with, you know, strange and wonderful ways to, to make money off him. Yeah. Well, Leo, that's your salary from PSG, so that's yours. But this is a partnership with Socios, which is negotiated through Team Messi. So that's actually goes to the director or whatever. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so he just seems basically like an uninterested. Yeah, other people around, like he's just a person that wants to just play the game. We're, now, we're, and that's us being generous, by the way. Yeah, no, but that's what I think he's just like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he cares about his legacy, he cares about playing football, he cares about his family. Yeah. He's not, whereas Ronaldo's very, like, like commercialized, and he understands, like, he loves both sides of it. Yeah, and he's super sensitive to his Terry. reputation. And his, yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, Messi, well, but whereas Messi's kind of... <laughs> well, no, he's, yeah. he values it at about $300,000. Oh, my God. But, like, Messi, he doesn't care, but it's kind of like, when all of the fame is with you, Everyone else is almost telling you, oh, by the way, you have a brand, you're an influencer, yeah. you can make money in this, this. And he's kind of like, I don't care, but you're okay, this is a company, you are in charge of looking after that. And yeah. they're obviously doing a bad job. You can kind of look at like Pele's one, like they'll get him to sign anything, Ronaldinho as well. Like their brands aren't, they're very diluted. Yeah. Even though they're all time greats. Yep, yeah, I would agree with that. Over the years, diluted. Um, and he had, like, like you just you look at Pele doing all the stuff with Freddie Adu back in the day. Yeah. Like Pele should have been like, who's this? Yeah. Do you know? So I'll take 20 grand or whatever. Well, that's it. But even like Messi doesn't even have the Pele excuse, which is Pele's like, I played in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't paid. I, I wasn't paid hundreds of millions of euros to play football. True. I have to earn a living. Messi has no excuse other than just, it's just what he does. Like, you doesn't know, he care, yeah. doesn't care. And like, but the thing is, the doesn't care thing only gets you so far. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, when it comes to it, if. But like you have to have it's like still your name. You yeah. have to have integrity. And when you, yeah, so you have to have integrity. It's like we could hop on, like we could have started our podcast with like, and here's an ad by, and then some bullshit yeah. company yeah. that gave us two grand. And it's like, right, the lads aren't paid 150 million a year, but yeah. like we have enough cop on to care about our reputation. But like that's stupid. Don't do that. Yeah. So like I, you're I, saying he should. You're, he, just, you're, you're not giving them slack. You're kind of saying Messi, you've let this kind of grow into this crazy thing. Yeah. And just to let you know, it's kind of fucking up yeah, your reputation. most of the time, like, it takes a long, long time for it to even touch your reputation. Yeah. But if every so often you keep adding bullshit to the pile, mm. eventually you're going to smell like shit. Yeah. And there's other ways to leverage your brand to make money. Yeah. So, so you're saying, basically, looking at that track record, it would not shock you at all to know that his his uncle or his Or brother, whoever it is. Or some little bloke he knows. Yeah. Is doing is a doing lot of the it. stickers. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, you look at the stickers, they're completely different. Like, again, I do think one player signing a lot of stickers, your your autograph could start changing. Exactly. But both of them look very consistent. And that's where the biggest kind of... You know, it's not like... 
like the, the fake ones and the real ones are very consistent consistently fake and consistent they look the know. same yeah yeah it's not like so it'd be weird if he, were, if he was switching you. yeah so I don't know not great not a good look but then it, that comes down to the companies from the sticker point of view like yeah. you paid an athlete a big chunk of money but then you sold boxes telling us that you witnessed these autographs being signed mm-hmm. and I'm very confident Panini reaching out to Pats Bulls if you looked at Panini put a gun to the head and said did you look at every single sticker being signed there's no way in hell they'll be able to say yes no, because they, 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 they wouldn't. like you. Because if you did witness it, you would have it all on record, because why would you not? Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit weird. And like... Like, Panini should be coming out being like, here's a video. Uh, but then, like, how many stickers did he sign? That's a bit messy, but like, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, how many did he sign? Um, it's not a good look, but at the end of the day, I do think Panini tops Futera, whoever the hell, I don't know, who has all the messy leaf, whatever, they don't know where the fuck they're getting. Now. <laughs> their autographs are different. different yeah. gravy. Their autographs are the ones that didn't quite make it. <laughs> they're like really bad. You still see like the Panini stickers on it and they're just sticking on the leaf card. Yeah, go on. Um, take go that. On, that there. I'll take that one at a discount. Um, there's no way, like they definitely have witnessed some stickers being signed. There's no way they've seen it all. And from their point of view, like one of the biggest athletes in the world, one of the biggest athletes ever tells you, here, I've signed a sheet. Fuck off. I'll send you the rest. Yeah. You're probably going to be like, grand. Should, should be fine. Somebody makes a point here. This is Motor City Wax on Twitter. Said, I find this messy auto business extremely useless and silly. PSA is not saying the auto is fake. They're saying it cannot be authenticated. There's a massive difference. Mm. I sign my signature differently at times. Not everyone is a robot or cares about their auto as much as you all do. That's true. And then uh, PSA soccer meme says, PSA saying it can't be authenticated in this case is like PSA stating the auto is fake. No other reason for them not to authenticate it. I suppose the question is, PSA are looking and says, the autograph says, this autograph has been authenticated by Panini America. And PSA are going, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah, they're, that's what they're supposed to be. They're a neutral, quote-unquote, neutral third party. Yeah. Authenticator. That's their whole purpose. So it's just... But it's like, the thing, I understand what he's saying. Like, I don't think every auto should look identical, but I do think there seems to be two waves of messy autos that are both consistent, but both different. Yeah. And that, to me, is like, oh. Yeah. So then... We'll follow this as, as it develops, but the question is, if we get an answer to all this stuff, then the question is, what do we do with the Messi auto cards? And if you can't fully stand behind and authenticate the Messi autos, how do we know Carvajal hasn't had his nephew doing them for years? Yeah. And we don't really care to... <laughs> we don't care to find out. But like, what's real and what's not? Exactly, yeah. yeah. You're either a company that has... Auth- it's, it's, like if, it's like if PSA give a PSA 10, similar to that Messi gold prism, but if they give a PSA 10 to a card that's absolutely mangled... Yeah. Then it's like how your entire everything your rep your reputation comes down to reputation. Yeah, card companies have their reputation as well. If if you don't have proof, Messi signed the autos. Yeah, you got a bag of money for selling boxes with Messi autos in it. But right now we're looking at all your autos and being like, are they real? Yeah. So potential to cast doubt on the whole uh, mm-hmm. industry. But you could kind of argue it's good that just Messi's. We haven't. I don't know if we've heard a story like this before. Um, certainly look we don't know the nba or whatever no i'm sure it has come up but like how many times has psa said i'm not authenticating this autograph that's on a authenticated sticker from one of the companies yeah if anyone knows yeah yeah, yeah. from baseball or 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 anything else has there been a case where a player as big as messi or any or any player even player relevant enough to grade yeah has run into these this many issues yeah consistently consistently um so then, speaking of uh, problems within the industry, our Lord and Savior, Mr. Josh Luber, Chief Vision Officer at Fanatics Trading Cards, uh, this week Good. took a bit of flack. He's going to be at Minnesota. I might have to talk to him. Yeah. I said, Josh, let me put an arm, put my arm around him and say, it's, just, can it's you tough, don't. isn't it? A lot has actually happened because I think you're getting into it, but it's not just cards. It's not just cards. So um, basically. Josh Luber right now is on a bit of a charm offensive throughout the industry, making himself uh, known. known, making himself, you know, kind of one of the top names, top faces uh, in in the industry. Um, and there's a thread here on Twitter from uh, at Run Good Life, uh, which neatly kind of summarizes it because, as you might remember, a few months ago on the show, we went over a controversy involving backyard breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and their Trevor Lawrence card. Yeah. Which they they said it's too big a card to give away in this break. And the boys and girls club came into it. Yeah, and that was a train wreck. we looked at them and basically said these are 
Fools. Fools and undoubtedly shady characters. Unbelievably shady. You didn't feel you didn't feel like watching the the whole controversy surrounding the Trevor Lawrence card. You didn't look at it and go like, "Well, I'm sure this is the first time they've run into something like this." Yeah, the first time they got caught, maybe. You know. So, um, basically. I'll just read you the initial tweet from One Good Life. So, earlier this week, a few of us expressed concern to Josh Luber that Grant Telford and Backyard Breaks were not the type of people he should be collaborating with in the hobby. So, Josh Luber announced he wanted to do, he was going to do a break yeah. with uh, Backyard Breaks. And the only thing I can say is maybe he's looking at it and saying they have a big following, blah, blah, blah. You know, well, that's definitely all Social media must be all thirst, but it's like you need to have a bit more cop on. Yeah. So, our, war- our warnings went unheeded despite being seen and even interacted with, so you be the judge. And then basically, this is um, we're not going to go through all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's at uh, Run Good Life on uh, Twitter, so you can have a look yourself. But Grant Telford, who I understand is one of the backyard breakers, mm-hmm. um, has a kind of history of tweeting from kind of semi-anonymous accounts, some real toxic stuff. Mm. Um, and there's also... Um, a video here I've seen on Backyard Breaks that's basically basically sexually harasses a woman in the street mm, on camera on camera as a as a bit of a laugh bit of a gag and I had never seen this man before in my life maybe I, I don't even Trevor think he was, I think he was in the, was he, he was one of the, I recognise him yeah I think he was the he was the one that wasn't wearing the crop top yeah 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 so this guy like just looking at this video and how he interacts with people in the wild yeah yeah, yeah. he seems like a complete arsehole. Yeah. They all seem like douchebags. He just seems like a kind of a a dumb me head, basically. You wouldn't be shocked to see him in a in a very bad controversy. No. I won't even get like Yeah, but you can imagine based yeah. on this based on this You wouldn't be shocked to hear You wouldn't things. be shocked to hear something happened at a frat party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of vibes. It is that like it's like it's like I guess we're outside it like in Ireland, but like when you just said frat party, I'm like that's like stereotypical. Yeah individual that just yeah was a promising young athlete until something happened kind of thing and then he's probably continue being a promising young athlete yeah because he's well. a rich dad or oh something so um basically it phone's popping off yeah i don't know i oh thought my. someone that followed me recently is trying to sell me an nft that's not good okay <laughs> you're being shilled <laughs> i'm being shilled um anyway look so the idea was that, that people were just expressing concern that josh luber shouldn't have done business with these people makes sense because there's other examples don't elevate their status and also just no and we're not here to slander backyard breaks I mean what we said was just pretty slanderous but I'm ready to slander them but what I just mean is this is now like we've never we've only ever heard of them in a negative context yeah now a lot of people break with them a lot of people yeah enjoy the entertainment of but there's been a uh, I've seen on Instagram and stuff there's been a kind of a history of dodgy shit happening yeah there's enough there's enough to just I mean, somebody posted a video there of uh, like a kind of an exposed video or whatever, mm-hmm. where they were showing like, um, oh, it's a kind of shuffle where like you yeah, yeah, yeah. put the card. It's like they're doing like the the brace slots with real cards, like a kind of lottery thing or shuffle thing, and there's like card tricks going on, <laughs> close up magic, which is, I mean, look, I admire the skill. No, no, but I, someone, it's not easy to learn those fake shuffles. No, yeah, but someone watched it recently. I can't remember who. It might have been Cedar Holocaust. I don't want to put it in there. But someone said, I looked at it for like three minutes and I've already seen four different ways they could have like hidden the card from camera yeah. based on their setup. Like, I can see how these are scam artists, basically. Yeah, so... And just meatheads. But like... That's such a good phrase. Immediately, you just look at these guys. Let's imagine, by even the way... Like, even if you can't prove any... Yeah, anything. even if they'd never done anything wrong. Josh, for me, I look at Josh Luber and I say, right... You have an opportunity now. You're the chief vision officer, whatever the fuck that means, yeah. of Fanatics Trading I'll cards. tell you what that means. <laughs> um, you could approach anybody in the industry. Yeah. You could approach any breaker, mm-hmm. anything, and say, I'd like to do something with you. Can we do it? And pretty much everyone, maybe with the exception of us, mm. <laughs> you never know what we'll say if you approach us, yeah. but everyone else, more or less, would say, cool, let's do something together. Yeah. But he did something with uh, Sports Card Nonsense. That's right, Great. yeah. Check. I think he's talked to uh, um, Sports Card Investor. Sports card investor. Yeah. Check. Like, right. these are... And then he kind of wants he's, to... I mean, there's an argument to say from his point of view, you might say, well, I'm trying to capture a certain demographic. Demos. I need to get the... <laughs> I need to get the scumbag demographic. Yeah. The scumbag does a big... That in the hobby does lots of them. So... Not that I've seen, but... No, so that's the thing. And, like, I look at these guys and I look at the way they act. Mm. Regardless of... Again, regardless of any dodges, just the way Maybe they... Maybe you're just a hater. No, no. Well, I am, but that <laughs> hasn't been my experience. For sure. I hate it. Um, 
but that hasn't been my experience of people in the hobby. Yeah. Most people are actually really nice and kind of just... Even if they were to collaborate with Backyard Breaks, I would say there is a very long list of people they should be getting to first. Yeah. That's, and that's about as reasonable as we can, <laughs> as we can be. So Fair. it just causes unnecessary doubt and unnecessary... I'm not clear of the vision. No. The, the, the chief vision officer. And I'm not clear of the vision. Yeah. It looks a bit dirty at the minute. Mm. So if that's the vision... Now... I don't know. I don't know. Here's one for you. Not been a great week for Josh Luber. Not been a great week for Josh Luber. So people may not know this, but Josh Luber uh, is known from, uh, on his brief uh, Wikipedia article. Uh, He's insulting his Wikipedia. I'm just saying, it's quite brief. brief. So uh, he is the co-founder of StockX, which is uh, described as the stock market for things. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's a market, like eBay. Yeah, I had a real high-end jacket that I tried to sell on that, and I went through the full process, and they were like, we don't actually do that brand. Oh, wow. But they did. It was Japanese. Anyway, I'm not getting into it. So, I remember that jacket. Yeah, yeah. Do you, still, you sold it? I wore it at the, the last card show. That was that jacket. The oh, yellow one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah, no, it's nice. I eventually said, Josh Luber's never going to put it on StockX, so I'll just yeah. crack it out and wear it. So, basically, um, highly successful entrepreneur within the collectibles yeah. and, and high-end luxury kind of space. Um, and StockX is probably most known before I got into trading cards in a big way for sneakers. Yeah, absolutely. It's where people have sold and resold sneakers yeah. for time not just, immemorial. Not just sneakers, like the stuff like Supreme, Supreme, all that, all of the high hats, end hoodies, high end street fashion. I would, I would yeah. call it for the most part. And um, so, while all this other stuff's going on, mm. Josh Luber has since obviously moved to uh, Fanatics, and he's chief fishing officer, and all, and. and has kind of been touted as he's the guy who's going to take the trading card industry kicking and screaming into the modern era. Yeah, the blind Dutch auction. The blind Dutch auction, just be one example. Yeah, yeah. just one. Yeah, <laughs> just one among many examples. Um, blind Dutch auction, chief vision officer, there's something there? There is. Vision, blind, uh, you make up your own mind. So, here's an uh, interesting headline from the Fast Company. Nike is suing StockX for allegedly selling counterfeit shoes. What happens next? What happens next is them messy autos are going to get a bit tighter. Yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> to tighten up. Can't do that. Nike has doubled down on litigation against StockX in a heavyweight lawsuit between the biggest shoe manufacturer in the world and the Hype Beast shoe resale platform. By the way, Hype Beast resale platform is a better way of describing StockX. Oh, I agree with that. That's what we were looking yeah, for. Yeah, they knew. They knew. Fast Company. Fast Company. Are better journalists than us. <laughs> I think no, no one's afraid to say it's it. It's a good thing they're not doing a soccer car podcast. Yeah. So the battle started in February when Nike filed a trademark suit against StockX after StockX announced a program that promised to turn your shoe purchases on its site into instant NFTs. Nike, having not minted these NFTs itself, claimed StockX was misusing its trademark by minting NFTs from Nike shoes. Then last week, Mm. Nike up the ante. That's a fair assessment. It's a fair Nike. assessment from Nike. Can't do that. Nike is saying, "Well, hang on, that's like that's, everyone has heard the buzzword NFT, but like just trademark still." Yeah, well, you're not outside the law. Yeah, yeah. But well, the blockchain. Then uh, last week, Nike upped the legal ante. It had an accusation of counterfeiting on top of its existing trademark suit, claiming that it purchased four pairs of fake Nikes from Stock X. So interesting. Now we should say that Josh Luber is no longer at the company. Yeah, he managed to dip. Um, he managed to dip with his with his with his bags intact, as they'd say. Mm. Um, but basically, this is a company that Josh Luber founded. Yeah. Um, set up a lot of the infrastructure for. So, and is also we're being told the new man for the trading card industry. He's going to take the whole thing was he's going to take some of the premises from StockX and apply it to sports cards. Blind Dutch auction being one of them. Yeah. So. Um. And the fanatics. The, the vision, not of Josh Luber, of Fanatics, is the whole, we'll manufacture the cards, we'll grade the cards, mm-hmm. we'll give you a place to sell the cards. Mm-hmm. Along that entire chain is authenticating, whether it's the condition or whether it's the authenticity of it. Yeah. So, basically, this is not great. Um, and you do wonder, like, when I look at this situation, whether or not Josh Luber's involved, it's, it's a company he started. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, his name's attached to it. His name's like attached to it. Wikipedia is very small, as you've said. And it basically and just says StockX. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Not in a few years. No, he'd be known as the man who dragged trading cards, kicking the man who got into it. Sued by Nike for putting kits on cards. Um, but yeah, basically, this is the kind of thing that we seem to be running into more and more now. 
Hmm. Like, you're seeing it here, but I don't want... I'm just worried, basically, that this kind of stuff is going to become the norm. Like, we saw... um, we were talking about uh, the Leaf autos. Yeah. By the way, someone asked us if Alejandro Garnacho had autos. And then some messages say he does in the New Leaf. He has XRC rookie autos in the New okay. Leaf collection. Pro set. Um, and we saw Panini had redemptions from Phil Foden mm-hmm. that aren't getting signed. And it looks like Futera's Triumph cards with Man City, they have on-card autos okay. from Man City players. And Foden. And Foden included. Um, so basically, I just am worried that as we move into this new world, mm. this kind of stuff is just going to take up all our time. Like we're going to just be talking about... We're just going to be talking about licensing and authentication and a lot of like lawsuits and all that stuff. Yeah. Because when, when a boom happens and there's big money in it, everyone starts to go, hold on a minute. That's it, isn't it? So that's what I, that's what I think we're seeing. Like, Because you look at the... The reason the Nike thing came up was that StockX worked to mint NFTs. Yeah. So, then you have a situation where, let's say, for instance, Fanatics say, when you um, buy, a, let's say, somebody on Fanatics Marketplace, which they want to do eventually, if you buy a slab of, graded by Fanatics on Fanatics Marketplace, um, you get an NFT, right? Mm. And let's say you're uh, a player whose NFT rights are held by a different company. Yeah, yeah. Then they could sue you and say, well, hang on, just because you bought, I, I told you you could mint, or you could mint, you could print a physical card with my image, yeah. but you can't have it. An NFT of that card is an NFT of me, and my NFTs are owned by Sora or somebody like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I just think at the moment we're in a. It's Wild West a little bit. It's Wild West, mm. and one more example I have here doesn't involve Josh Luber. He'll be thankful, but this is even bigger news that we are going to talk about when it comes out more. But um, if I can just find it, May Fourteenth, Leaf Trading Cards, right? Commonly talked about as irrelevant. Have all these autos? Nobody knows where they came from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an enemy of drop collectibles, and they have loads of like patch cards, but like they put eight different players on it. The patches yeah. are colors of jerseys. I don't think they've ever worn potentially, but they're all small, so maybe they are. Before I even tell you what the tweet is, the first reply to this tweet is somebody saying Leaf is still a thing, and then the, the reply to that is from the head of the CEO of Leaf, Brian Gray, saying, "Yeah, and we're only going to have a hundred million dollars in sales this year, lol." <laughs> Imagine saying that. Imagine saying that. Jeez. Chill out, Brian. It's all right. How much did you pay Haaland to sign them stickers? Yeah. That 100 million, half it's gone. So, May 14th, Leaf came out with this. Leaf will be filing the hobby's first ever lawsuit against a player for refusing to honour his commitment to both Leaf and its patient customers. Enough is enough. Stay tuned to Paul Lesker's I'm sure your report once filed. They're suing a player um, for not signing redemptions. That, that could actually be a huge thing. For this is hobby. a huge hobby story. This is a huge lawsuit. This is a trial. We will follow every this, step of the way. Because this is like... Because this is happening. This could set a precedent. This is happening still. Yeah. There's other players. I'm pretty sure Haaland is in that kind of a boat. He's obviously leaving Dortmund now, so it kind of changes it. But I think yeah. the reason, like... I think you like a lot of players could be sued, basically. A lot of players... So based on the outcome of this trial. Yeah. I think all three of the companies, or should I say Panini Tops, and some other companies as well, yeah, so 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 Leaf have called for Panini and Tops to join them. Yeah, in like, this lawsuit. If yeah, I mean, listen, if you sign up and you sign that you're gonna do, you're gonna fulfill a certain amount of stickers, a certain amount of autographs, and then you don't do it, but you have received the money, mm. that seems like an open and shut case lawsuit wise. Yeah, we don't know. Who knows? No, we won't know. But so Paul Lesko, who I'd recommend following, given that all this is going on, he's a a, a lawyer who. Is a, is a card collector and he's kind of the hobbies like legal guy whenever there's a hobby related case mm. you always kind of see his threads and I'll retweet it because he yeah, breaks yeah. it down for those of us that are not legal minds <laughs> uh, so our following of the case will just be reading his tweets yeah, so, yeah okay. we're going to be actually don't even follow Paul Lesko we'll just tell you what he said we'll tell you what he said um, so first of all he retweeted that tweet and said can't wait um, Leaf also sued uh, a man called Andrew Luck back in 2012 when Luck sent Leaf a cease and desist letter over Leaf's US Army All-American cards as well so Leaf is not afraid to sue athletes they've sued before mm. um, recently he also says uh, Leaf was sued by uh, Giannis over Leaf's Greek Freak card so Giannis alleges that Leaf did not have permission to use Greek Freak uh, which is like his his slogan, his slogan. and actually Consa Simicas who plays with Liverpool. Greek Scouser? Just trademarked Greek Scouser as well. So, the Greeks are very litigious. <laughs> um, 
So I yeah, mean, Simisca, sorry, he's not the kind of player that needs to get to that. Well, that's why he. Everyone was saying he obviously thinks he's yeah. going to stay for a long time. He's going to be known as the Greek scouser. Um, getting in over and Andy Robertson. Well, that's what he reckons. He reckons he will. Yeah. After that penalty. Um. So that basically. Paul Esco is, is is speculating that maybe Janice uh, is the. I, I, I I'm just I'm only saying the first name because everyone knows Tom Bell, Milwaukee Bucks player, uh, just knocked. I think. Antetokounmpo. Let's say you say. It. I just didn't want to try do it. Try do it without knowing that I could. Don't worry about. But that was good. Um. So. Well, we're going to see who it is because we have a lot of redemptions, like Phil Foden, mm. in soccer, where you're like, are these redemptions ever going to get signed? That could be a, a weirder case. It could be because he is signing cards, just not for you. Yeah, and it's like I can't because of this one, and then in the law, in the legal, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. But it's gonna that could just be like it's not it's not as easy as oh you 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 agreed to sign these redemptions and now you're not doing mm. it. It's like I, li- I legally can't do it. Yeah, and but it depends which one. Maybe that yeah was that contract null and void because you were already yeah contract. Like maybe here. you shouldn't have been signing shit for Futera because yeah. you had this already. But then I think even like look at Messi. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is if you can be sued, if you can be sued for not signing autographs, you can definitely be sued for saying you're signing it but having someone else forge them. Is Absolutely. there any? Yeah, is there any difference between nobody signing it and the wrong person signing it? No, one hundred percent. It's. I mean, yeah, it's one hundred percent. It's the same thing. Yeah. So this case, it could potentially be the thing that gets that blows the whole thing wide open. Yeah, but then can Tops and Panini be sued for selling? Boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and a lot of it they printed a lot. Can they get sued by the customers? Or we could talk to let's go. Everyone as a whole saying, Oh, we actually bought this under the pretense that every autograph in here was authenticated by you. That's why we bought it. Yeah, well I think Tops would have to prove in that case, like one of the reasons for these companies to sue the players. But no, but Tops would have to prove that they were there looking at Messi sign up, but somehow his brother's arm was coming up the table and did it sneaky because you have told me you've seen it all. That's yeah. how they're authenticated. Yeah. So like they're both. Maybe that's why you're not going to see Messi get sued because to sue Messi means you're pro- you're openly admitting which top which Leaf are now doing by the way openly admitting that you haven't. No, no, he's just not. He's signing. just not Sorry, signing. Yeah. You're openly admitting that you didn't. Visibly, the thing you told everyone you did do, yeah, you you'd be opening do. yourself up to. Yeah, so Messi's yeah. probably safe. Messi knows it. Forty chess, yeah. clean as a whistle. Fuck you. They they're snookered because they can't. Yeah, but they did in the in cahoots. How about that? Wow, the hobby's filthy. So, yeah. Jesus. So between that, no, but that's a telltale as well. If Leaf win that case, but yes, tops can't take Messi because they've they've lied and said that they've seen it. Hmm. Or Panini as well, sorry. Yeah. Both. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's big, like, it's memorabilia, you know, it's big. And the big money is here now. So, these, like, these lawsuits... Are big money lawsuits. Are big money lawsuits. And by the time... What's funny is, because of the way the hobby works, <laughs> <laughs> they could spend, you know, three, five years in court on this. Yeah. By the time the thing's over... The hobby might be in a in a fallow period, and, and all the no money wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> you've just yeah, you've just done a lot. Well, yeah, like leave the courtroom. Like this is cardboard people. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if you did a five years. Oh, ago... Oh, that thing that was popular in twenty twenty two World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You still care about that? Oh, I don't think I think you. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's interesting. No, it is. It's interesting, but it's it's also like as you said, you don't want weekend week out to just be talking about lawsuits and legal terms. And no, you just want everyone to be professional. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. So, let's move on now. Imagine trying to tell Messi to be professional. I know. He just said... That's why something like that could happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not great. Not great. So, let's move on now to your that football... very salacious. Very salacious. Sorry, gang. And we the threw first. that StockX story in basically just to... Just to kind of get... Get Luber just to... Fucking just to let him know this isn't the first time we've seen you hey, wilding out. you're on notice, Luber. Yeah, we're paying attention to you, yeah. young man. Um... If he said I'll hop on the show, would you? He's more than welcome. Sitting yeah. in here, sitting right here, yeah. right between us, right between us. You're right, Josh. Yeah, well, I think he he wouldn't come to Ireland. I think he would probably phone in. Would you have him as a phone in guest? Yeah, yeah, you could sit on the laptop here, but you'd have it. You, I'd have you it. Wouldn't say I'd have it. I'd have it. Okay. Um, would you? I don't know. I don't know. Well, he wouldn't now, anyway. No. Because he wouldn't... He's like, I'm Josh Luber. I don't need to be raked over the coals by two Irish guys I've never heard of yeah, before. I can ignore them. I can ignore them. I can sweep them under the rug. Yeah. Not, not for long. Not for long. We're going to be at the National. 
I'm one of you at Minnesota. You see him next week. You say July. I'll let him. He'll recognise me. But by the time we get to the national, yeah, he'll be like, I've seen him before. You say if you have two months. I seen the snippet Jason made. Mm. Would you do that? Not just do it after I come back. Yeah, I'll let you see I don't him. want to snip it and then him to be like, that's the fucking gun. Yeah. And you're the, the tall guy's not beside me there. Help, help you out in a, in a jam. Um, well, you could potentially say to him, give him a heads up and say, we're coming back to the States in July. We're coming back. It's just me. You've got two. We're coming back to the States. He's like, who's where? There's one <laughs> yeah. person. Why are you talking as a duo? <laughs> you say, you've got two months to get your affairs in order. You get it and if it's not together, we're shutting you down. We're shutting them down. We're shutting them down. Oh my god! I think he could be busy now with StockX, or is he completely detached? No, he's. From com- it? I think he's completely detached from that. Is he? Um, Did he sell it? Like, yeah, he sold it. If I go into his extremely oh, brief Wikipedia, um, StockX was jointly founded by Dan Gilbert, Greg Schwartz, Josh Luber, and Chris Kaufman in 2015, with an emphasis on the sneaker resale market. Until 2019, Luber was the CEO of StockX. Uh, however, he stepped down from that role upon raising uh, a Series C 110 million round of venture capital funding at a billion dollar valuation for the company. But he, that doesn't mean he got money. He stepped down, but he stepped down as CEO after doing a, a fundraising. But you know what? Also, you know, here's one for you. So can I just? Mm-hmm. He, you're telling me he got involved in the sneaker resale market in 2015 when it was booming, and now he's getting involved in sports cards. When mm-hmm. it's so he's on trend. But the interesting thing is. That StockX, there's two ways you can read this. Okay. So when StockX secured their Series C funding, the big money came to play, $110 million. Mm. I don't know if that was their first funding round in the hundreds of millions, but I imagine it was. Mm. He, the, the VCs said to him, "You got we got to place you as, as some more experienced CEO. you got to step down. So the question is, did he step down voluntarily? Was he pushed? Because that happens a lot when, when companies get that much big funding. Season. They say, like, we need to put you in. We need to put a more experienced hand in because you're just some guy who started a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is big money. So he could just say, well, I, I haven't been CEO there since. But it's a culture. It's a culture. So that's what it is? These things don't do They didn't lick it off the stones, Josh. <laughs> right. So. Jesus. <laughs> the end of Hobby HQ gets another one. <laughs> ba uh, I like this the first now that video. we're sitting at a table I feel a bit more confrontational because <laughs> it's just us this, no this is like a state here. of the nation yeah you know, we're seeing the camera there and we're like listen yeah there's a guy usually I'm, I say we just both point that that could be the thumbnail that, that yeah let's get it again that is the thumbnail very good nice Josh Luba's face here Um. <laughs> so right uh, Enzo huge yes. day yesterday in the ongoing Serie A title race as Milan took on uh, Atalanta yeah, a very dangerous game. Very dangerous game. Atalanta can beat anyone uh, yeah, like in six, Europe. On 63 their day. goals this season. Like they're, yeah. they're a goal scoring team. Not against us. Not against you. Shut them out. 2 0 victory. Beautiful goals. Beautiful performance. The stadium was packed. Sell yeah, out. It was rocking. Rocking. Yeah. Unbelievable. I should have been at that game, but. You're going away. Yeah, it yeah. clashed. So our, our dear friend Faye was at that game, and I'm very jealous because it was incredible. Two of my favourite players scoring. Yeah. Rafael Leo with an incredible. Rona incredible goal and he, he really tapered his celebration as well you know mm. I think the, the stadium was so loud he didn't have to run around like a madman yeah he just took it in and the same thing happened with Teo Hernandez one of my favorite players in football period our MVP this year as they say I mean Teo Hernandez that goal crazy was like incredible that was an that was an absolute fuck it I'll do it myself goal yeah but that he was, has that in him yeah he got that dog in him as yeah. they say no he's one of, like I'm terrified of losing him. Like he doesn't want to leave. He's staying until 26, 26. And anyway, it seems. But yeah. like, there's a number of clubs in Europe that could do with a left back of that quality. Oh my god! I'm yeah, of course. terrified of losing. Like he's our best player from left back. Um, twentieth goal for Milan. A lot of people thought this season. A lot of like journalists. Yeah. Are saying, Twenty goals this season from left back. No, no, he's not. And I was like, that's not. Yeah. Five, three assists or maybe more. But phenomenal player, phenomenal performance. But terrifying final game of the season like it was celebrations it was crazy I was sad that they didn't sub on Zlatan yeah. potentially his last game at San Siro one of the kings of San Siro for Inter and AC Milan like not too much for Inter but, but I mean, still. Yeah, still but last time we won the league Ibrahimovic was, was the head of it all I just really wanted to see him subbed on but it was kind of a game that this is too important for uh, the, yeah it's not but we are tuning up yeah and like Leo was all, all, like they could have put him up front he would have held up the ball oh 
That needs to be put oh in. Oh my god. So brief technical interruption there. Yeah. Um, but I listen, they're not all winners. No, I was <laughs> I was saying um Sassuolo. Final game of the season, Sassuolo. Yeah. Terrifying game. Terrifying terror. Because Inter went on to win their game against Calgary. Um Arturo Martinez scoring twice. Mm-hmm. Second goal was very, very good. Twenty first goal of the season, the bastard. Um Sassuolo away last game of the season is terrifying. Yeah. You slip up and Inter get their job done, they win the league. I've seen Sassuolo a few times this season and uh, they're one of those teams that they've had a reputation obviously in Serie A over the last few years and they certainly did under uh, Roberto uh, oh my god what's the guy's name the Shakhtar he's currently the Shakhtar Donetsk uh, coach oh my god hang on a second Roberto De Zerbi excuse me under Roberto De Zerbi Sassuolo kind of played a very exciting brand of football he then left to move to Shakhtar Donetsk and bad time to move to Donetsk, by the way. Very bad. But um, Sassuolo are still a great little football team. They have a, a player, Maxime Lopez, who I think came from Marseille or Lyon. I can't think of which one it was. But he is a midfielder, and he's one of the tidiest receivers and passers of the ball. He's this little, tiny little fella. <laughs> and he just, like... It's like the ball is on a ma- is it like a magnet. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he just receives it and can turn... He does that thing like almost like the Mark Noble thing where he, mm. I'm giving Mark Noble a shout out because he yeah. played his last ever game. <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't really be in the he comparison. But you know, he's he's like a Mark Noble of sorts, a great player. Um, now obviously you have Raspadori, Scamacca, Berardi. Terrifying. A terrifying uh, outfit. Outfit. A terrifying mid-table team. Now what's happened here again? We've had another I'm exhausted. Right. Okay. Okay. So quick camera change. Um, we had a few technical issues. Few technical issues. So we thought we would back up, but then we weren't. And then anyway, we're here now. We're back. So Sassuolo are crazy. Sassuolo are crazy. Let's just move on and move <laughs> on, right? Um, on Saturday at the traditional time of a quarter to five, you had kickoff in the FA Cup final uh, between Chelsea and uh, Liverpool. Two teams that had drawn nil all in the League Cup earlier this League Cup final earlier this season. Um, and they drew it all after 120 minutes in this one yep went to penalties Liverpool won on penalties cost of Simicus as we said the Greek Scouser the Greek Scouser TM uh, scoring the uh, winning penalty um, did you watch Makes that match? Mount missing. yeah I watched it all the first 90 minutes were amazing I'm disgusted yeah. there wasn't a goal because no one needed to see extra no time. one needed to see extra time and extra time was rough I think Gary Lineker said after 90 minutes or maybe a half time I don't know which one he said but he was saying what we were saying, which was, why did he even have extra time? Like, the players are playing so many games. Do we need... No one likes extra time. Yeah, like, in, in the World Cup, I like it. In the Champions League, I like it. Yeah, but... But for the FA Cup, the FA Cup do you need it? Like No. Just... Go straight to penalties. Go straight to penalties. It would make the 90 minutes a bit more feisty. Because what happens is, you lose about 15 minutes of the 90. Because you get into the last 15, you know. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lose now. Yeah. Why don't we just wait, refresh, rehab, you know, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, no, Jurgen Klopp has now won all domestic trophies, or maybe all trophies available yeah, all trophies, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unbelievable uh, achievement for him and his team. You look at the the kind of sneaky renewal they've done. Like, uh, uh, sorry, Salah came off, um, and it was okay. Jota came on, yeah, yeah. and it was it was perfectly. It was the team. Klopp started with at Liverpool was shambles. Yeah. So he, he built it up from, like, he did it. Such an amazing job. Yeah. And then the kind of people kind of thought, like, when Michael Edwards, who was sporting director there, when he left this year, that there was going to be a dip. But they got Luis Diaz in. He looks amazing. Mm. Um, they're talking about, there's a little, little word of Jude Bellingham in the summer, maybe. 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 Whisper it, whisper it. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But Liverpool are just an amazing team. And obviously, they still have a... Uh, shot. A shot. A shot at the Champions League. And a shot at the Premier League. And a shot at the Premier League because City... Dropped two points. Dropped two points. To West Ham, was it? To West Ham, yeah. In Mark Noble's last, last ever home game. Or last ever game. Or last ever home, home game. game, yeah. So, um, Liverpool are playing Southampton on Tuesday. And Southampton are yet to lose 9-0 this season. <laughs> so, based on Ralph Hansenhuttle's last yeah, two seasons, they have one in them. Yeah, you'd assume City are just going to win the league. But, but, but I think Liverpool are playing today, maybe, or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, so they still have to win two games yeah so so if they win both their games and City tomorrow, lose if they lose tomorrow or draw tomorrow then then they might as well just forget about it no, but is it mathematically done I think it is but I'm not sure I think it is so 
Um, that's that. Then also, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Luis Suarez, who played his last uh, and Hector Herrera, who played their last games for Atletico last night. Luis Suarez um, gave a speech, basically just thanking the fans, and there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Um, he goes, he leaves Atletico a champion, the Liga yeah. champion, um, and as an Atletico fan. And as a fan of anything, would be like when, when you when you support a club and someone like you probably had a bit. This was Latan, even though he'd been there before. Like when someone like Luis Suarez comes to your club, you kind of think, well, how good can he be? Like, but then there are, you just realise that there are players like that are just on another level. Yeah, that just raised the bar completely, and like the kind of players that come. Everyone says when they arrive, I want, I came here to win trophies. Yeah. But then some players mean it. Yeah. You know? And they do it. Because they... They just are winners. I would love to see... Us tramp Sassuolo and sub on Zlatan. Be great. Because he literally came back and he was saying like... We're going to win the league. I'm back. And it was like outrageous because we were a little plucky team. Yeah. And every player around them stepped up the level. The Leos, the Kessier, the... Fucking... Calabria. Like fucking... Yeah, everyone. everyone. Yeah. Totally. Tonali and by the way the two the two young lads uh, Kalulu and Tamori in defence have been unbelievable unbelievable like just like, you can't underestimate how much of an effect in the dressing room and in the gym and etc etc on the training ground that Slatan had mm-hmm. and like he came in and he did a big video being like we're going to win the league again and we hadn't won the league since 2012 when he, when was, he was last there when yeah. he was there so it's just fucking nuts and that's why I really want to see it happen yeah it'd be sickening to lose at this stage but I want to see it happen but I do want to see him get subbed on I'm sad he didn't get a San Siro send-off. Mm. Any chance of a contract extension? One more year? I don't know. I don't think so. He's really struggling. Like he's not getting... He's been injured, but he's not getting... Any game time. 20 minutes. He's you know he's he's 40-odd, but like he's still good enough. I'd, I'd, I'd take him, obviously. For one more... I mean, I think if he's... If he's if he's win the league this season... There's no reason not to bring him... Just for one more year. He's clearly having such a good impact, but yeah. I don't know what he wants to do. I know. Yeah. The, the best thing about that, Dan, is no one has ever gone to the MLS and then come back... To Europe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You Nobody there, does destroy that. MLS and just I'm going back to Europe to win the league with Milan. They haven't won it in twelve years. Yeah, ten years. Um, beautiful, a beautiful thing. So let's just finish then the show on a preview of. Can we also say though, Haaland has hit his big send off. Oh, sorry, he at Dortmund. Send off at Dortmund. Somebody, he got a send off that Mark Noble deserved. Yeah, somebody was saying like, you, how could you give him rich deserved? But he got mad. It was a weird. It was weird. It was weird. Like, he, he, someone said, how can you give a send-off like that to a player who doesn't even have 100 appearances for the club? Yeah, but he won one trophy, in fairness. At least yeah. If it was trophy list, I would have been a complete... Like, that was yeah. Fun. He had an amazing record, but it was really weird. He was literally like, you're a... What, what do you call it? The stepping stone club. Yeah. And it's like so clear, and they were delighted to be that. I know. Yeah, so thanks for good. involving us. Yeah, thanks for letting us be your intermediate before your big move. Yeah. I know. It was a bit, a bit filthy, weird. A bit yeah. filthy. Um, very weird and Mukoko scored in that game as well an unbelievable goal unbelievable, unbelievable goal assist by Jude yeah the future's there the future's there um, so can I do the Europa League final yeah so the Europa League final is on Wednesday uh, between uh, Eintracht Frankfurt and Rangers. Glasgow Rangers so that's gonna be it's, it's in Seville mm-hmm. um, beautiful place for it the last time a, a Scottish team were in the Europa League final was Celtic, I think, in two thousand and three, maybe, and that was in Seville as well. Okay. So Scots love Seville. I don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. I don't remember. Long time ago. Long time ago. Uh, so nineteen years. That's exciting. Bit bit weird to have it on a Wednesday night, considering it's been Thursday all year. That is weird. And then it's like you know Thursday night's Europa League night, except for the final. So um, if you get to the final, you're not a Thursday night boy. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. Now you get to play on a Wednesday like a Champions League boy. Because um, if you win, you get into the Champions League. Yeah. So no one really expected uh, this final. This final, because Frankfurt had to beat Barcelona and West Ham to get here. Mm. Um, and their the last few results are very impressive. They had uh, they drew one all at home with Barcelona. Then they beat Barcelona three two at the Nou Camp. Then they went to uh, West Ham and won two one, and then beat them one 0 in Frankfurt. And now they go into Rangers full of confidence on the back of three straight wins. Yeah. Um, Rangers have a slightly spot year record. Uh, they got 
they got through against Braga in the quarterfinals after extra time having lost the first leg which was an amazing comeback mm. and then they lost in Leipzig in the first leg of the semi-final and then beat Leipzig 3-1 at Ibrox which is also a comeback so Rangers will not be written off when it comes no. to this uh, they competition also, they seem to be very good at home neutral venue could kind of fuck them up but Maybe so. fans should travel so um, one thing is for sure Eintracht Frankfurt and Rangers will both be sending loads and loads of fans mm. uh, to Seville Um and it should be a, it should be a great game on the Ranger side. People would know. I mean, obviously Rangers fans and people who are around Scottish football will know. But just for if you don't haven't been following Rangers, um, John Lundstrom, who used to play for Sheffield United that season in the in the Premier League, yeah. he got kicked out of Sheffield and went up there and had a bit of a resurgence. Um, Aaron Ramsey, yeah, is there and he says he'll be fit. Uh, for the final. I was listening to interviews with him he's given all this because he says oh, I played in the Europa League final before when they lost to Chelsea that time <laughs> Arsenal um, so some of the boys wouldn't be in this situation but I, I don't know what to tell them and all this stuff trying to get his way into the starting lineup exactly um, so, and you also have Ahmad Diallo hey. who has been written off and on again since he went up to Scotland yeah. um, but he's there as well probably to play, play a smaller I'm part flashbacks of my 300 tops now that I have of him it only takes one winning goal in the Europa League final oh, I don't want to get my I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to be abroad I won't even be able to list them on eBay. Oh my god! I take my photos before. Maybe so, because otherwise, it'd be this seller is away or something. Um, and then on the on the Frankfurt side, the most exciting kind of young player would probably be uh, Ang Sarkanov. Yeah. Uh, people will know Borussia Dortmund rookies on loan there in Frankfurt for two years. Um, you also have great kind of players like Kamada, Kostic, um, Rafael Santos Bori, who's an exciting Silva player. Silva. Oh. No, he's in Leipzig now. Um, so Reigns have already knocked him out. Yeah. So now they're gonna knock his mates out. There, yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be a good game, I think personally. Yeah. Um, and I'd recommend watching it because I know these are like Eintracht Frankfurt and Rangers are two teams that a lot of people will just not have watched. Yeah. And if you haven't watched the 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 Europa League this season, first of all, the Europa League before the semi finals, most Europa League games are better than most Champions League games. Semi final final is different, but mm. watch this match. Okay. For everyone. Um, no, you'll be in America, obviously. Yeah, but so. I'll be, I don't know what time it'll be, but six hours prior, isn't it? Yeah. 2 p.m.? Um, let me see. It's, yeah. 2 p.m., I think. Okay, 2 p.m. Very so good. That could be a great activity. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I'd recommend watching that. And we'll be here on Thursday for Postcards United. That'll be Zoom. So, right. So on Zoom, what should we do? Should I do it like this and then just kind of put you there on Zoom? Get creative. If you need to get creative, I don't know. Or I'd probably Zoom just record the Zoom. The Zoom makes, yeah, makes more sense. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So, there we go. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Yeah. I need to go and get an antigen test. You go and get an antigen test so that you can travel. Yeah. Oh, if I get off, that comes back. I know. Um, I need to do it before they close. Right. After. What time they close? I think six. Okay. Well, safe travels to Enzo. Thanks, Jason. Let him know if you're going to be around Minneapolis. And if there's enough demand, he'll organise a meet-up. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I'll be chilling. Otherwise, you'll just be chilling. Into Twin Cities. Having a good time. Right, so that's us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye bye. I have a headache.